Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. I wanna change how we play the game. Rearrange all the pieces so they say my name. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the experience of your mind and your muscles. My name is Egan Tyler, and I will be the host of the show and the only person that has ever hosted it, for that matter. But there have been other people on, which is something I, at some point, I will. Uh, the podcast. Oh, the podcast. My first true love. It is the first thing like I've really, really got consistent with as far as content is concerned. And it's the one thing I wanted to make happen more than anything. But fate had other other plans. So I do have every intention on having more podcasts uh, guests on at some point. I have like flirted the, with the idea of some people in the area I live in. Um, I definitely want to do it. So to come back to what I know she said I am the only host probably probably will only ever be the only host um however I do want to have a guest on one day so yeah today's episode I was doing an episode I was doing episodes on like the core values of my new coaching program um and what I realized is I didn't upload the second one yet and I did a Instagram what is the questions thing uh so that i could do an entire podcast episode for questions that people have asked me and i got some really lame ass ones i'm not gonna lie so based off of the questions i got i might not get that long of an episode so what i'm gonna do is i have a couple episodes i've been asked a couple episodes what you can tell it's late. I've been doing the podcast later at night. Um, I have a couple of questions that I've been asked more frequently recently. Um, so I'm going to include those in as well. So let's get started, shall we? Hope everyone's having a good ass day, good ass evening, because if you are listening to this right now, it's your present, but it's my past. Um, but I'm like projecting what I'm saying into uh, my future, which is also your future that hasn't happened yet. It's a really weird, interesting thing if you think about it. Because like you're listening to this right now. Well, let's say you're listening to this on October 22nd for some reason. And someone it just heard that and they're actually listening to it on October 22nd. It's just like, oh my God, what are the odds of that? There's no such thing as coincidences. Anyway, I digress. It's such a weird thing because it's like I'm recording this. It's Thursday, September 29th at 8.41. And someone's going to be listening to this on like October 22nd at like 3.21. And uh, when you're listening to it, it's like it, I recorded that in the past, but like it's your present. That's just so strange with technology, time, what? Okay, anyway, so let's get started. I'm going to start with the most ridiculous question first. And this is from a woman who's been following me for quite some time. And um, while her persistent nature has diminished a bit, she has been persistent over the years all the same. She asked me, will there ever be a day when you'll watch how, how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? It's an anime fuck no <laughs> okay i'm actually gonna take back my my statement right there i'm never i'm not gonna say never but most likely not i do not watch television rarely ever when i first moved into my apartment i christened the apartment by re-watching avatar the last airbender and that was about it other than that i got rid of my tv a couple years ago and i have no intention on ever getting one again so nope 
probably there's a good chance I don't. There's a good chance I don't ever watch that TV show. So, question one done. <laughs> tea time. Tea time with Tyler. Okay, let's get into the second question, which is diet soda. Enjoy it or not worth it? I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely too sure if the question is, is it like? Okay, so I'm, I'm taking this two different ways. Um, the first is my opinion on it. It is not enjoyable, and it's totally not worth it. I'm pretty sure there's, oh, what are they called? Artificial sweeteners in there, like aspartame, which really can fuck up our gut. So I'm going to take a hard pass on that personally. But then again, like I drink energy drinks, so, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt. Um, so so my opinion, uh, not worth it. And then from, like, I guess a more of a factual standpoint i would say the same thing like i don't necessarily see the point if it's like carbonation you're because okay so what what is in diet soda that people enjoy or what's in soda that people enjoy because i I feel like people go to diet soda because they want to get a replacement for soda so the caffeine or the sugar content would be or the carbonation would be the my three guesses um, the caffeine you can get from something else like coffee the carbonation you can also get from something else like a bubbly or some kind of uh what are those things called sparkling water or uh seltzer water you can get the carbonation from that and zero calories less bullshit in them i guess the downside to those is there's not as much flavor and then what was the last thing i said oh the sugar well if you're drinking diet so you're not really getting the sugar content so that's just my take on it though um i would say it's totally not worth it i guess my question to you is why why do you want to drink diet soda is it just like a replacement for regular soda you can find other things there's some they have zevia out there actually now i'm thinking about it Mm. yeah z with a z like a zebra zevia um it is essentially soda with stevia as a sweetener although i'm not personally sold on stevia yet not really sold on it. Okay, next question. Over slash underrated lifts. Okay, all right, cool. Overrated, overrated lifts. Overrated lifts. Over bench press. <laughs> overrated lifts. I guess I would would want more context. Like, what is the context? Like for building muscle, for strength, just like overall. Um, I would probably like. I would definitely say bench press uh i would make the argument dumbbells are better for a lot of things because you can get a better range of motion um and you can still, like dumbbells especially, like if, if, especially if we go to a gym that has a bunch of uh heavier weights like you know hundreds to 150s you can still get a really good uh, amount of load on your chest muscles without a with with full range of motion so i guess let me rephrase and say barbell bench press i would say barbell bench press is overrated i think dumbbell bench press would probably be not probably be it is better because of the full range of motion and uh, you could still load it with a lot you probably wouldn't be able to load it with as much because of the two dumbbell thing but yeah i would make the argument that it would probably still stimulate the chest in the same capacity uh overrated i also would say back squats personally Uh, i have I am. I have become very fond of front squatting. Um, I definitely feel like I can keep my chest more upright because of the position of the bar, which it takes a lot of tension off my back. 
people say that there's more load in your quads because of the front rack position. I'm not fully sold on that part of it, but I guess that's cool too. So I would I would say two overrated lifts are barbell back squats and barbell bench press. Um, I would also say some of the machines are a bit overrated. What are some machines I think are overrated? Hmm, these are the things. Hmm. Leg press. I definitely think leg press is overrated. Um, what other machines are there? The hip thrust machine. No, I actually kind of like the hip thrust machine. Um, underrated lifts. Sissy squats. Fucking sissy squats. Sissy squats are very underrated. What else is underrated? Cable lateral raises. They're definitely underrated too. So I've been really... So I read a book about on biomechanics last month this month whatever it was and uh the guy made some arguments for some of these exercises and so i started trying them out and cable lateroids man i think people sleep on them i think they're way better than dumbbell you can get the same amount of load i.e weight a full range of motion with tension as well and so i am a fan of the cable lateral raises i am a fan of them for shizzle my nizzle um, I think they're underrated as well as sissy squats of any variation. I think kettlebell swings are highly underrated too. I definitely think more gyms need kettlebells. Like if we're looking at if we're looking at a gym as like gen pop type of um, health and wellness, like if that's the focus of a gym, and in my mind it is. Um, then I think we need more kettlebells in fucking gyms because you can do weird shit with them. And if you think about it, if you go into the gym, like, what are you training for? What are you, what are you in the gym for? Is it just aesthetics? Is it the only thing? Or are you trying to improve other qualities of your life as well? Because if you're trying to improve other qualities of your life, because I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who are just in the gym for their aesthetics. However, I would say there's more people that are in there for aesthetics and the the overall quality of their life and then there's probably people in the gym that are just in there because of the quality of their life anyway so i would say because there's probably more people who are in there that care about their their joints and stuff like that kettlebells are super useful to have around because you can do weird shit with them and place your body in different positions that we find ourselves in on a daily basis however we don't train that way like if you think about it, we pick things up off the ground all the time, right? So doing deadlifts makes sense. But how often throughout your day are you picking something up off the ground with a neutral spine, um, a perfectly dialed in deadlift type of form and executing it with perfection just to pick like a pen up the ground? Probably never. Probably never. So why not try a weird funky shit and get your body adapted to it because you're going to be doing weird funky shit in life? That's just my two cents. So underrated lifts. Oh, man, there's probably so many more that I'm thinking about it, like Kozak squats. So underrated. Training your adductors, underrated. Underrated. They make your legs look thicker. Thick. And I'm going to keep proving it because my legs look nice. I just got to get some five-inch seams so you can see my adductors more. Anyway, I digress there. Uh, Jefferson curls. Jefferson curls, highly underrated highly 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 underrated a lot of things with the landmine so underrated 
so underrated. I could probably go on and on because I definitely have, oh, like I've been benching with like more of a supinated grip. So like palm facing me, palms facing me, my face more. And it's like, dude, that has been amazing lately. I can't lift as much as I can with a regular bench press, but man, I definitely feel it more in my upper chest. And I'm really curious to see, I started pressing this way about two months ago, I think, maybe a month ago, I forget. Anyway, I've been taking progress pictures every single day for the last couple of days, and I continue, I plan on continuing to do this for the next couple of months because I'm really trying to grow in size here, and I want to watch the progress as I continue to use these like unique exercises. I want to watch and see how my body changes, and I want to prove that you don't need to do some of the traditional shit. You can do it a little bit differently in, in, in a better fashion and uh, still see the results you want. So underrated lifts, I could probably go on and on about this, but yeah, I mean, Jefferson curls are definitely up there. Kozak squats, whether it's with a kettlebell or a barbell on your back. Um, a lot of things with a kettlebell, a lot of things with the kettlebell, a lot of things with a landmine setup. Um, what else did I say? There's another one. Sissy squats. Oh yeah. Sissy squats. Yeah. Sissy squats. Take care of your knees right there. That'll definitely do it. Okay. Now, uh, I guess a little bit away from the fitness diet because leave it to Shane to ask me some other questions. So I actually answered this on my Instagram story. And I said I would elaborate here. So here we go. I'll start this one. What is it like being solely self-employed? I believe my words in the Instagram story were it is, what did I say? It's interesting. I know it's definitely interesting because I have to like, I have to be able to look at myself and realize how much I suck on a regular basis. And when I talk to people about this, when they ask how things are going, sometimes I default and don't even pay attention to who I'm talking to. And I just, I will talk about how something's going if it's like a struggle. And someone's like, oh, don't beat yourself up. And I'm like, but like, literally, you don't understand. I literally have to because if I'm not real with myself and I'm just like, yo, I, I did a really shitty thing here or I really suck at this and I have to get better, then it, it won't improve. And then my business won't improve. And then I will continue to not make money and I will be broke and I won't make any progress. And like, um, I mean, it's cool to say that uh, money is stupid and we don't need money. And uh, success is what you define it as like all that stuff's cool to say. I'm here for I view success as something far beyond just a financial means. But money's still a thing. So anyway, it's been interesting having to look at myself so um, nakedly, I suppose is one, I can, one way I could phrase it. So nakedly, so vulnerably, and just be like, yo, I fucking suck. <laughs> I'm trash. And it's like there's some, like when I, when I decided to do this, I was like, yo, I can't wait to help train more people and help them lose weight and get in better shape. I'm so excited about this. I can't wait. And it's like half of the things I do aren't even in fitness. I barely even do fitness related things. Anyway, it's been fun though. It's been fun because I've had to learn so much about myself and that's been very interesting. Um, I've been able to like, excuse me, uh, learn like where my strengths are and where my weaknesses are. Like I definitely think I'm better at marketing than sales. 
but even marketing I'm not that good at. I think I'm good at content creation, which I just goes into marketing, but I don't think it's com- it's the entire picture of marketing because there's still a lot of things I don't understand about marketing. I can just get people's attention with a video. And maybe that's half the battle, but it doesn't feel like it's all marketing to me. Anyway, um, I'm not very good at crunching numbers. It's not my thing, but I have to learn how to do it. So it's just been cool to learn a lot of these things and really see where my own strengths and my own weaknesses are. It's taught me so fucking much about myself. It's also terrifying at the same time because it's like, while it's fun and enjoyable because it's like, it's all me. It's like, yeah, at the same time, and I don't have to answer anybody but myself, but it's also terrifying because I have to answer to myself. And it's also like, if I don't make money, if I don't do the things, I won't eat. And maybe that's not funny, but it is funny to me. So uh, that is what it's been like being self-employed, um, solely self-employed. Because back in July, I left my I, in March. I left one of my jobs, and then no, it was May. In May, I left one of my jobs. July, I left the other one. Okay, so what's been my biggest hurdle so far in 2022? Like I had these questions, but I didn't actually think about this. What's been my biggest hurdle so far in 20? 22 um what's been my biggest biggest hurdle so far in 2022 i'm gonna come back to that one i have something but i'm gonna let it marinate biggest area you need to improve on improve in the most i'm gonna assume this is intentionally asked this way because it's super loaded. I can go in so many different directions because like my first instinct is to think about it from like a business standpoint. Um, biggest area I need to improve on the, in the most. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna come back to the other one. Damn, those are two really good questions. I should have probably thought about these sooner. Okay, my biggest hurdle so far in 2022 is, um, okay, so... It would probably, I would probably, not probably, I am going to say it is recognizing how many fears I actually have. Um, things that, like, I have, I haven't said this on the podcast at all. Um, I actually haven't really told many people about it. It's been something I've realized about myself the last year, really. But I have, and I've always known it, but how deep it went, I guess I didn't anticipate. I have a fear of judgment of other people i definitely do and it's been interesting to navigate through it and understand it as i'm like putting more content out there i'm getting more eyes on my page um you know getting more clients and stuff like that more people in my own sphere it's just like being able to shut out other people's opinions of me and understand they don't really matter and the only opinion that really matters is my own and so no matter what anybody says um as long as I'm okay with it, the choices I make and um, the actions I take, that's all that really matters, has been interesting. And while I would say that's been my biggest hurdle so far this year, because I, again, I've gotten more eyes on my page on, on Instagram and Facebook. Like, I mean, between the two, I'm over like, I'm probably over 60,000 followers um, between those two. Uh, and then like all the comments people leave and then the people in my life. It's exposed it to me more, but it's also been cool because it's allowed me to, I guess, like dive deeper into myself and understand what it is that I'm truly after, who I really am, and the things, uh, the things that are most important to me, like the things I really value, the things that uh, 
the things that um, I guess are most important to me. So that's my biggest hurdle. Now to come back to the other question, the biggest area I need to improve on. My first, my first instinct or my first, like the first way I want to reply to this is communicating definitely communicating because especially since i started coaching more people online trying to articulate my points and and like so i'm gonna take a step back people don't have the knowledge i have about health and fitness so when i write a program for somebody they don't always understand like my jargon and and this and that and like I, I, one of the ways i like to program is i'll give someone like an exercise of like three sets of six to eight and some a lot of people don't really seem to understand that six to eight is a rep range and the, the reason i use it that way is because it auto regulates your ability to progressively overload the exercise and for people who don't know progressive overload is essentially just getting stronger over the course of time with a given lift and that's how you really build muscle is you just want to get stronger week to week and it could be you know adding sets adding reps adding um adding weight etc it doesn't matter which way you do it you just got to do it and so that's one of the ways i like to auto regulate progressive overload within a program so like my clients don't have to second guess like oh should i go up like no if you hit the the, the higher threshold that rep range increase your weight and that's that and i haven't done a good job of articulating that to people because they don't have my knowledge they don't understand what's going on in my head when i write the program out so it's definitely communicating some of those finer details in the programs to my clients and um and the like and actually you know now that you said that i guess communicating to myself in a weird way uh getting more detail oriented on the front end with like my business and stuff like that like the the program itself what my coaching program really is and what it entails what the process is what's the timeline and all those things like really having a clear ass fucking picture i guess clarity would be my biggest area of improvement because I guess that would come with communication skills too. Like if I had more clarity, I would be able to communicate more. So if I had to really narrow it down as I just talked through all that, I would say that my biggest area I need to improve upon is becoming more clear on what it is that I am doing. So, but communication is definitely in there too. So, okay, now to come to the questions. I, this actually took me longer than I had anticipated, but this is what happens when I ramble too much. So... I'm going to drop that there. Um, i got to switch my legs, too. I'm sitting on the ground. And I was maintaining that position with my right leg. Wait, did I just do the same thing? My left leg. Hold on. This, none of this feels right. We're going to. There we go. Okay. Now, now, the, the couple questions I'm going to answer that I've been getting my DMs lately. How big's my dick? No, I'm just kidding. No one asked me that, but it's not that big. Um... <laughs> How long's my hair? No one asked me that either, but I want everyone to know it's almost down to my nipple. Um, but okay, so what, what the questions I've really gotten more lately is number one: How many days a week should you do strength training? And I was actually talking to a woman about that today, and my answer to her is the same thing I answer to everybody. Uh, especially like it really comes down to your goals like honestly everything does if you want more specifics it always comes down to your goals but if i was giving like a general um prescription 
Oh, if I'm given a general prescription, I think that sounds cool. It would be like two to four days of resistance training uh, a week. And then from there would just like, again, goals. Like, what are you looking after? I think if you enjoy it, do it every fucking day. I hate, I think the, the notion that like you need to rest is so silly sometimes. Like your body will tell you what's going on. I have gotten hyper in tune with my body. And like, there's these weird patterns that happen in my body right before some shit starts to fuck up so that's how i know that i am probably at the upper threshold of where my limits are and honestly there i've gone fuck probably like 20 days without a rest day at most in the last couple of weeks last couple of months actually this year the past year or so so it really comes down to your goals but as like a general rule of thumb for like the average person who doesn't train that much definitely two to four days of resistance training a day or i'm sorry a week and you just see how your body adapts from there you're, you're always your best bet's always to look honestly i think this is what i do with my clients in my program establish the habit of moving your body and do two of those days resistance training and if you take a liking to it from there add more in um, but just establish the, the habit of moving. That's the most important thing I think you can do. And then the other one is like, how often should you do mobility work? I love this question. Every motherfucking day, every motherfucking day. And I actually have gotten so, uh, I'm just going to say it. My in-person clients are fucking lazy. And I know they won't listen to this and say this, but if they asked me, I would tell them anyway. Um, and most of them I do like, you got to do more shit. Like, stop making excuses and go for a fucking walk. However, hold, please. And it's not all of them either. I just want to preface that because I now that I'm thinking about it, there might be one or two of them that will listen to this, and it's definitely not all of them. But mobility work should be done every single day. Moving your body should be a daily occurring thing, not just to go take a shit or go to work, but like physical activity that gets your heart rate up, that gets your limbs moving, gets blood flowing, gets your joints moving, all the things. You should do that every single fucking day. I think mobility work should be routine, especially if you're somebody who has joint pain. If you don't have joint pain, it's probably different, but if you do have joint pain, you should be doing mobility work every single day. There's always areas of improvement that we can all make in the way we move our bodies. Like the way society, like the way the world is set up today, it is very anti-human. I'm just gonna say it. It's very anti, anti-human because sitting will jack your hips up it'll do so many things um so mobility work should be done every single day every single day every single day so that's just my two cents on the matter though that is just my two cents i'm gonna wrap it up there guys thank you for the couple of questions i got hopefully next time you bitches on instagram will give me better ones um although the ones that shane gave me were solid they were solid. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. If you guys took anything from this episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. I still have to check out the Spotify thing. One of these days, I'll actually do it. Um, yeah, leave a rate and review. Share it on social media. Share it with your friends. Tell them, like, Tyler's your dude. Uh, all the links to my stuff, my social medias will be in the show notes, and I will check you guys out in the next episode. Peace.